At Colorado State University Global Campus, online education isn't another thing we do. It's all we do. Get an interactive education that's built for working adults like you and that employers demand. Explore your options at csuglobal.edu. Hi, you're watching Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media. All of our platforms are right here in front of you. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That young man up there is... Rick Levy in San Diego. And Rick has been filling me in. He's filling us all in because he's, he's, his close personal friend, Felipe <laughs> Camarena, signed his bottle of G4. I wouldn't say that. I'm a, I'm a fan That's of that. Okay, well, yeah. we, we I have did, dissected I did get to meet him, and yeah, I was able to have him sign a bottle. bottle. So. You dog, man. Yeah. Jeez. Well, maybe I'll get to meet him shortly <laughs> and uh, you know we can we can talk we, i'll just i'll just tell him what you told me you know and maybe he can sign a bottle for me but we fell in love with the blanco the that 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 g4 blanco and and how like you said he was pulling he was like orchestrating i i love that he he's like this conductor where he was you know one uh one musical piece He's got the, uh, or maybe it's the same musical piece, but he's got, you know, the horn section up. And then on another musical piece, he's got the strings. And, you know, so it really makes more sense. We call him a mad scientist, a mad genius, because he, the guy holds two degrees. He's an ingeniero twice. And, and, but he really is, uh, you know, at heart, he's I'm a thinking, artist. I'm thinking now of the Sorcerer's Apprentice and Mickey Mouse with the Sorcerer's yeah, Mickey hat Mouse, and, yeah. Uh, you know the conductor's wand and <laughs> the conductor's wand. So um, we we loved the the blanco. By the way, that was that was a, a forty ABV eighty proof blanco. This is the reposado. And again, if you've watched, maybe by now you may have seen our Terralta uh, uh, reviews, and you notice that his tequilas, his aged versions, are very light in color. Uh, I think. Uh, Rick, you and I, and, and Alex and I, when we talked about Pasote, um, there was an article on uh, on Bin, in Bin Magazine, uh, I think it was or that or Tasting Panel, uh, where he talks, where Felipe says that he uses as old the oldest barrels he can find, right, 30, 40 yeah. years old, because he doesn't he doesn't want a whole lot of the the, the wood to to mask. He has a very light touch. He has a very light touch when it comes to his uh, barreling. It seems he does like, you know, older depleted barrels. Um, and, uh, you know, he, I guess he does like a, what would you say? It's like a light char. And uh, he... Probably if he does any. I, well, he yeah. has to, I suppose. But yeah. You know, just a toast. You wouldn't even call it a char. You just yeah, say a toast. Yeah. And... Uh, and you know he doesn't he doesn't keep it in there overly long. I think this uh, reposado we're about to have is a uh, six month reposado. Okay, all right, very similar to the Terralta, I think, it, it, in very light in color. Uh, as you pour yours, I, I'm I'm pouring mine in the. This is the smaller version of the Jarrito that we were talking about in the in the earlier ver uh, in the Blanco version. These are. Uh, uh, prototype glasses that we are working with uh, Chisholm Trail gla uh, tra craft glasses that they are um, working with Stossel. Uh, we're hoping that this becomes a thing for agave spirits. Absolutely. So 
yeah, I'm oh. I'm using one of the Harito prototypes as well. Uh, this is one of the heavier ones, but it is the uh, taller design, right. uh, like the current prototype that I used on the Blanco. So it's very similar, just a bit heavier, and that's what I'm going to be using for the uh, okay. Rosado. This one, uh, I, I have when we were testing it, and we have I have submitted my notes to to Chisholm Trail. Uh, and I'm sure Rick will shortly, because uh, those notes will, those flavor notes and aroma notes will be submitted to uh, Stossel. So we'll see what what they what the powers that be decide. But you know, if you've been following sipping off the cuff and tequila aficionado, you know that we feel that tequila at, at this rate, after 17 years, 16 years of the Riedel, it's it's just outpaced the Riedel. I think the quality of tequila that's out there now deserves a uh, uh, much more precise glassware so that's what we're doing here and you notice uh, the look at how light this this color is six months in an ancient barrel wow extremely pale straw color yeah i mean you have to look twice you if this wasn't a, a six months legally it's three months or more to be a reposado but this almost looks like a blanco suave that they pulled out you know right before right before 30 days or 60 days yeah. i think it's it, yeah, that's 60 what it looks days. Like. yeah it's just like a blanco suave so but you know i and i think i think that's why he does that too i think i think he he he's manipulating the 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 normas to exactly fit, yeah to fit his his mad plan to take over the tequila world so yeah well what we found uh, when we reviewed Teralta is that the uh, Añejo felt like what we would normally find in a Reposado and right right <laughs> you know everything yeah. was kind of stepped down one yeah the the progression was not wasn't what you would expect or what we have been used to as yeah. as consumers, right? But then so, we got to his XA, and it was still extremely agave forward. Yeah. So. so now, I'm using the short one. I'm getting those sweet notes though, and mm -hmm. I, and they're like wood notes, Rick. These are these are uh, you're of course you and I are using the different different glasses. You have the taller chimney. I, I got the shorter one. And. I'm finding that in the shorter one, I'm getting a lot more of the sweeter wood notes at the yeah, top. Yeah, I'm finding it to be a lot warmer as well. I'm getting a little bit of a little bit of vanilla, probably yes. a touch oh, of cinnamon. Oh my goodness! But also, I, I feel like I'm getting a uh, you know more of a baked agave note. Yeah, the uh, the the agave is still there. I mean, obviously. That's why he looks for these ancient barrels because they're probably cheap on the market to begin with. And number two, they are not masking what he's trying to do with, with the tequila. Now, we talked about in the Blanco, this is a 50-50 blend of rainwater and well water because his distillery is, is equipped to, to gather rainwater. And, he, and, he, and, of course, he sits on a well as well. So, um, again... Just oh, he spends way too much time in his head, <laughs> but it's to our advantage. This is beautiful. This is almost like, and I I can't even call it caramel. It's like this. It's it's like a like a baked pineapple or like a grilled pineapple. Yeah, it's like it's like grilling 
fruit. That's what it. That's what it smells like. It smells like you, you ever grilled pineapples or, you know, yeah, I can even go so far as say I I grilled peaches as well. But a grilled pineapple has more of that more of the the acidity in it, in Absolutely. the in the nose. That's what it smells like. It smells like like grilled pineapples. Yeah. Wow. We had uh, you know in our in our Blanco review we had noted uh, the possibility of maybe some green pineapple, and yeah, so now right. that. Pineapple's gone and been thrown on the grill. <laughs> yeah, because there was a fruitiness I couldn't pin down. I, you know, I, we called it a green fruit of some sort. It was a, a mm. you know, I know there was some citrus on the Blanco as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting fruit. any citrus here, but I am getting that grilled pineapple. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm still getting some bright notes. I think I could probably still pull out some of that citrus. But now it is mixed with like a... I don't know, like a little bit of a cinnamon. Well, it's whatever whatever spices are left in the barrel, you know, from the from the from the the, the toast, or you know, it's not a char; it's a toast at this point. Yeah. I mean, even in the blanco, if I if I put my nose up to the to inside here, I pulled out some wet cement, and now I'm getting something completely different. These glasses are amazing, folks. I'm, I'm telling they're you. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's like, we're, we're one. You know, it's like, I don't even want to try with any other glassware yeah. because I'm afraid I'm going to lose some of these notes that I've never, I've never been able to pull out. It's, it's like the, uh, you know, the zone for sensing these things is increased. You yes. Know, when, you, when you have a readle. You know, there's there's very few angles you can come at it at. You but have to really this, dig in, right? And if yeah. you got a big big schnoz like we do, it's like oh, come on. <laughs> but here, it's like it comes right up to you, and it's lovely. It, it is really is, lovely. and it's just Gosh. again that that wonderful highest of the highlands agave is very forward. Wow. Okay, I gotta taste it. I gotta taste it. Wow. Oh wow. The sweet notes are still there. They're yeah. still they're still pepper. It's got a nice finish. It's got a nice medium to long finish. Um there was like an explosion on their palate too. I inhaled while I still had the liquid in it, which, which I you have to be real careful when you do that because you don't want to drown. Um and a retronasal, and it's just the consistency of the notes. It's it's even it's even more um, amplified when you know it allows the taster to use these techniques to to amplify what you're already getting out of the glass and out of yeah. the tequila. Yeah, there's some there is some barrel spice being added to the uh, the pepper effect from the agave, which is I, really I gotta, nice. I got a touch of bitterness just on on underneath my palate and the sides of my tongue, which is probably it's normal. You know, that's where it. It's just fleeting, you know, as yeah. as I as I was swallowing as well. And I was kind of attributing that to the citrus effect from the blanco. Could be, yeah, because it, it was like a it was like a grapefruit. Like you know, some grapefruits can be bitter. I, I'm not a big grapefruit guy, 
and because of the bitterness, it just it just it's like to me it's like biting into an aspirin. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that. Like, just it's awful, you know. Uh, it's like or like really bad coffee, you know. Yeah, I love citrus and uh, and and tart flavors. I'm not the kind of person that can sit there with half a grapefruit and eat it for breakfast, but yeah, uh, I can't. You know, I'm a big fan of. of See, uh, I, I prefer limes. If I were to, if I was gonna, you know, drink a juice. Limes or lemons, you know, and but I, you know, we had we had a lemon tree in our backyard when we were kids, and it's still there, you know, giving these enormous hybrid, this these huge lemons, and so I I love lemon juice and can pick it out and lime juice and orange juice obviously, yeah. So, I and you know it's like when I make my own margarita mix, I love throwing some grapefruit juice in there. I yeah, like that I, that extra tart aspect that it adds. And I'm getting a great. You know, it's like oh, this lovely vanilla layer. Well, that's at the very top too, right? That's yeah. that's the the wood notes we were talking about is more like vanilla, not caramel, but a, like a light vanilla. Yeah, just uh, a light vanilla that is uh, it's accentuating the uh, baked agave, or or the grilled pineapple. Because mm. it is, it, I'm telling you, I, if I'm wrong, tell me, tell us in the comments below. Oh, again, I, I'm telling you, I, I just fleeting wet cement at the bottom. It's it's weird, man. I, I haven't smelled. I, it's like an old friend. I haven't seen wet cement in so long. <laughs> oh, these glasses are a lot of fun. This is really fun. And, you know, it. what makes it really special is, of course, the G4 because it's such a well-made tequila. Um you know, one thing we didn't touch on before, Rick, that I wanted to touch on now is the, there's a the pricing. I, yeah, I know you we did forgot some... to mention the pricing on the Blanco. Uh, right. I, found a, I found a range of pricing on the Blanco between $30 and $50. Now, at Old Town Tequila That's right now... That's a wide spread, man. Yeah, Old Town Tequila right now has the, the $30 price. And I think it usually, you know, I think the prices I was finding was more between 30 and, and you know, the upper end was like 45 but I did find one at 50 um, But, you know, the Blanco right now is $30 at Old Town, and that makes it an extreme value. Wow. Um, Go get it now. Well, by that yeah. point, by, <laughs> see, by the time you see this, Rick will have already I will have harvested. gone down all bottles He will have already harvested all the $30 for tequila. <laughs> Uh, so oh. this Reposado, uh, the range I found was from, uh, well, Z at uh, Old Town has it right now for 37 uh, And then the highest point I found it at was 60 So, again, quite a large spread. Um, but uh, I think most of the points were like between, you know, 37 and $50. you are for those of you who are big fans of Felipe and have, and have tried G4, you might notice, because guys like you – Guys like me, guys like the guys who, who watch us consistently, you read labels. We're like kids when we were growing up. We'd read the, the cereal box. We'd read it front to back while we were eating. It's the same thing, okay? We're just, we're just drinking booze now. So if you're, reading, if you're reading labels back and forth, back and front, you'll notice that there's, there's a couple of, of importers that are listed. And I, and I think I was talking to Rick off camera. I think that disparity – the dis the large spread of pricing is probably due to the 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 importation situation that G4 finds itself in. 
I will tell you that these that were sent to us was sent to us courtesy of the, the of a new PR company that, uh, from what they told us, has an interest in the distribution of G4. So they are also planning a huge rollout, okay, very shortly. So forget if you find the G4 at a, at a, at a bargain, you better buy it now because I'm not yeah. sure when, when they roll it out nationwide – and, and, and this, this stuff you, is I can't find this up. in Texas right now. This is going to blow up. Yeah, it's it's had very little distribution so far, um, but it's it's going to blow up. It's going to be amazing. Yes. Uh, so if you find it at a at a really bargain basement price or at a bargain that you think is a bargain, you better get it because I'm not sure we're not privy to what the PR company is planning and and how many states they're they're you know how big this blitz is going to be. They're, they're telling us it's going to be a big splash, a big rollout nationwide. So that being the case, that's a warning to you folks. Maybe by the time you see this, they still haven't you know, pulled, a, pulled the ripcord on, the, on this parachute. They may do it in September. Hopefully this review will show itself somewhere in August. But if you find it at a bargain price, you better get it because the rollout is going to, like you said, break. it's just going to blow up. Yeah, you know, right this, now at Old Town, thirty-seven dollars, again, is just an amazing bargain. Bargain. The, you go, go get it. It's G four from uh, uh, from El Pandillo, which is Felipe Camarena. Uh, G four that G four represents his sons, correct? This is that's the, right. Very yeah, Felipe generation. is the third generation Camarena uh, distilling, and uh, his sons are the uh, fourth generation. Hmm. If you know anything about the Camarena family, they are they are uh, the whole family itself was uh, one of the one of the first um, families to settle Arandas. So they are one of the founding families of the Arandas area. So um, these guys have a lot of pedigree and a lot of a lot of um, uh, there's there there's there's a there's a deep tequila runs deep with them and and. Agave growing as well, because if you know yeah. Felipe Camarena and Carlos, they, they grow their own agave. They're state grown. and, and um, yeah, I can only imagine what Felipe does with his agave. I'm going to have, you know, <laughs> if, I, if I run into him, I will ask him if he does anything special with his plants. Because we know well, what he does other, with his, his juice. Some other interesting stuff that he does is that, um, so uh, uh, the fibers, the the what's the word for that? The, uh, the, the agave, the, the Tawana fibers, the, the agave fibers, does he throw the fibers in with the fermentation tanks? Uh, I, I'm not sure about that. I haven't found any information on that. But what he does do is he takes the waste and then he brings it to a neutral pH and then turns it into fertilizer for his fields. Oh, there you go. And uh, other things that he does, I think both he and his brother Carlos do this, is that for some of their agaves, they'll let grow to full maturity, and you know they get the full like you know twenty foot kilote yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. grows up, and uh, you know once it's developed that that full mature stem after about ten years, you can't harvest the agave no. at that point. But what that does do is it helps to support the local bat populations that uh, are dependent oh. upon. 
Yeah, they, so he's he's. I, I would imagine he's uh, uh, working on becoming part of the bat friendly program. I'm sure if Carlos is and Philippe is right along with that. And and you know these in the old days, right? They would pollinate these plants. I mean, yeah. that's that's the idea is to strengthen the the blue agave because whether we like to believe it or not, folks, we're in a crisis. And the, in fact, the two families that called it the the two the two generations that called it. Are Carlos and Felipe? They know that this is this is a tough time for agave. There's a yeah. severe shortage. If you're not growing your own, it's it's and getting so, you, you And know. so they're doing things to enhance the the ecosystem where they're growing as well. And so you know he's you know neutralizing the pH and returning the fibers to the soil. Uh, you know the thing with supporting the uh, the local you know bat population. But also, you know, he's trying to bring other animals to the area as well. And so we mentioned this with Teralta. He's planted other other things around. He's planted some cinnamon trees and strawberry guava trees, fig trees and citrus trees um, around his uh, agave estates. And, you know, to, to bring back more of the, uh, the you know. The, more of the creatures. More of the yeah. creatures. Yeah. 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 It's, what's not to love? Right. Yeah. Great price. Great tequila. Brand of promise nominee in the legacy reposado category. And oh, my gosh, they're, they're just lovely in these in these glasses. They're just it's a it's you know what I what I said in my notes about this this glassware is it, it's like tasting tequila. It's like watching television in HD. So it's like nosing in HD. Yeah. Uh, Really, I can't wait for. I'm. I'm really hoping this fossil decides to to go to run with these these versions because um, can't wait to introduce it to people. But you like know, you, guys you know there. what's important. You know what's important when you're watching something in HD. What's that? To have great cinematography. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> great direction. The Francis Ford Coppola of tequila, uh, Felipe Camarena. That's our take on G4 Reposado. Stick with us. You're going to get a treat with the G4 Añejo, which I have not had yet. Uh, I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That young man over there is? Rick Levy in San Diego. Uh, you've been watching Sipping Off the Cuff. Uh, in, in whatever format you're watching or listening to us, please subscribe, either down below or you know, or, or on iTunes and, and all those. And... And, but whatever you do, just tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.